6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. I'm going to start this afternoon with more reaction to the allegations of sexual harassment and a toxic workplace swirling around the UCP. You know that last week, a former UCP chief of staff filed papers suing the premier's office, saying she suffered from a toxic workplace culture and was fired as retribution for speaking out about the problems she saw there. The allegations in Ariella Kimmel's lawsuit include sexual harassment and heavy drinking by ministers and staff and legislature offices as well as claims that senior staff in the premier's office fabricated rumors about her contributing to her termination. Now, Kimmel worked as the chief of staff to the Minister of Jobs, Economy and Innovation from August 2020. She was fired in February of 2021. Now, she had been working with Jason Kenney's UCP government since May of 2019. Now, following news of that lawsuit, Alberta's former Minister of Culture, Multiculturalism and Status of Women, well, she called for the resignation of Premier Jason Kenney. You'll remember Leela here lost her cabinet post uh, a month after criticizing the premier this past summer. You'll remember that photo that surfaced of Premier Kenney and other ministers dining and drinking on the Sky Palace patio during another round of COVID restrictions. Leela here joins us this afternoon. Ms. here, welcome to 630 Ched. Hi there. How are you doing? I am good. Uh, how, how are you? How are you doing? I mean, you know, the news of this lawsuit uh, was made public last Wednesday. At that time, uh, you you came out. You called for the premier's resignation. I'm curious. Five days later, uh, where your where your head is at on all of this? Yeah. Thank you so much. I um, I obviously can't speak to the case because that would be inappropriate. But um, in terms of where I'm at, I guess feel even more motivated than ever to look at the systemic issues that are there. Uh, one of the things that, you know, when you have a rock star like Ariel Kimmel, completely constant, amazing woman, I've said this a thousand times, but I think it's worth repeating, you know, we, we, she was a direct facilitator for us between our ministry and the, and the uh, premier's office and was just such a, such a constant human being, you know, like really, really was working hard. And then to see her be terminated, and not understand, you know, why that had happened, but more so, you know, just knowing the level of person that she is. So I feel more motivated than ever to make sure that there's a voice for people. Ms. here why do you believe that Jason Kenney needs to resign? Why do you believe that the Premier needs to step down? Because I think that, well, I don't think this. This is a, this is a thing, and I, this is, again, it's systemic, it's across the board, but it's indicative with, you know, destructive tactics of how it is that you lead, right? When you know somebody, and especially Ariel Kimmel, who had a very strong relationship, as I understood it with the Premier anyways, when they come to you, not once, not twice, but four times about the situation, and you are not able to at least be able to make sure that that person has a safe space to be able to function, and then she ends up losing her job, as a respect of that, that is a failure in leadership. And it falls along the lines of other things where I've called out his failure in leadership. And this is just another one of those situations that adds to the situation. Ms. Here, um, is there a toxic workplace inside the legislature? Uh, what have you seen? I mean, you were you were cabinet minister. What did mm-hmm. you see? What do you know? What do what are people saying? Well, it's interesting you ask that because I've been asked that I think a thousand times about particular things. In my instances, in the way that I work, um, I was very, very dedicated to the the work that was at hand and what was going on. And then you sort of start to hear things that are going on. 
And as that develops, as you know, it's very important for survivors to tell their own stories first. And so you just try and support people through their journey on that. But I can tell you this much, that since we've had this discussion five days ago and opening up, the amount of people that have reached out that are saying, and it's not just in, I know that um, that you we're talking particularly about my party right now, but right across party lines. Mm. It has been unbelievable the amount of people who are reaching out and telling us the, about the environment. And it makes you question not just government, but corporation, public sector, all of these situations. It's, there's got to be a shift, Aylin. There just has to be. And there's time for a culture shift. I don't think any of us are willing to back down on this ever again. Leela, here is the MLA for Chestermere Strathmore, the UCP MLA for Chestermere Strathmore joining me this afternoon. You said, you know, you, you, you hear about things going on, that you heard about things going on. What did you do at the time to stop them? Well, at the time, all you can do is listen to people. It is really, really up to the survivor at that point in time to decide how they move forward. So the best thing that you can do in those situations is give as much support needed. And then if they need you to come forward and, and be able to help in that situation, absolutely, like jump in. But as you know, it's very, very important for people who find themselves in these situations, not due to no fault of their own, might I add. I want everybody to hear my voice, that when they're in these situations, this is not the fault of the person that is that is having these things leveraged against them or perpetuated against them. But it's very, very difficult to come forward. And for me, when people are coming forward with information, you try and help, you try and make sure that they have access to the people that they need to talk to. And also, the other thing is, too, they're not always telling you all of the information about what's going on. It's a feeling. It's a, an idea. It might be something that's going on. And we have to make sure that we listen. We have to make sure that there's a process to make sure that we handle these things. You know, I, I guess my question, you know, to follow that up, though, is if, if, you, if you were hearing things or if you saw things, I mean, as someone who was in a position of authority as a one-time minister, mm -hmm. and the minister's the status of woman, women at that time, to Absolutely. me, um, you know, I get the fact that it's, up to the survivor to tell their story but for someone who was in your role is it would it have were you allowing this these were you allowing this so-called toxic workplace culture to continue by not taking your concerns what you had heard to someone above you and and, and waving the flag on it Oh, absolutely. No, no, no. That is absolutely, that's exactly what should happen. So if you're asking if I actually followed up with these things, absolutely. 150%. Okay. Oh yeah, you're 100%. That's actually a really, really good question. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the survivors. Absolutely. Anytime, and especially um, my office, my office needed to always be a safe place for people to come. But to tell you the truth, you don't always have the full information. So you help that person to figure out the direction that they need to go. You can't make assumptions about anything, especially when it comes to this. Because that person, if they're disclosing to any of us, you, me, I'm sure you've probably been in a similar situation. Of course. In the you're in the media, right? You have just as much ability to be able to bring these things forward, but you know as well as I do that you have to work collaboratively with those people to figure out what's the next best step for them. So always following along with what they need, how they want to proceed, where things are going, and making sure that systemic change happens. And that has to happen, but it has to also happen when somebody like Ariella comes forward with that strength, and it has the ability. She went to all of those people. She mm -hmm. went there. She went there with her story, looking for help. This amazing, competent woman 
and was not able to receive help and then was punted from her job. Leela here joining me this afternoon. Are, are you worried about getting punted from, from the party? I know some people have called on you to cross the floor. You have said you were committed to staying in the party and change from within. So number one, before I let you go, are, are you worried about um, getting kicked out of the party? And number two, you say you're going to stay in. You want to stay there. You want to work on change from within. How do you do that? Well, if I was worried about getting kicked out, I probably would have shut up long time ago. <laughs> it's never, I was not, the politics of this is not the issue. This is about actual change. And if I have the privilege of this platform, it's absolutely imperative that I move forward. Um, and, and to answer your other question, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, it's not me that needs to leave. The premier needs to step down. He has an absolute failure in leadership and allow other people to come forward to put this back together again. People that are trustworthy, people that people that we understand we can go to, that there are processes that are available. And if, if I end up getting kicked out of my caucus by the premier, fine, go ahead and silence another strong woman. That would be very interesting and I'd be very interested to see how they'd manage that one. Leela here joining me this afternoon. Thanks for making time for me uh, on, on this province-wide show today right across uh, Alberta. Leela, uh, looking forward to talking to you again in the future. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much. Take care. Leela here is the MLA, the UCP MLA for Chestermere Strathmore.